The college experience on the sports gambling podcast network is brought to you by my bookie sign up over at mybookie.ag and use the promo code SGP 50 to claim your 50% deposit bonus today. Play win get paid over at mybookie.ag. We're also brought to you by ESPN plus log on to sports gambling podcast.com and click the ESPN plus banner to sign up for ESPN plus college football, college basketball, MLB, soccer, and exclusive USC fights. You can't be a real sports fan without ESPN+. to the college experience. I just love my, my McMahon voice, buddy. My name is Colby swinging database dance. How are you? How are you world out there? You know, I'm back in the saddle. We're close. We're getting really fucking close to it being August. And when August, when, when August happens, you know, boom, we're there. We're there. We're a week away. I, I, I'm, I'm excited. I'm fucking excited. All right. Now, next to me is the is the titan of excitement. Uh, let me introduce the co-host, the absolute biggest piece of shit on this side of the Mississippi. Give it up for former, former James Madison defensive back, current douchebag, the worst Tecmo Super Bowl player in the history of the planet. Wow. Give it up for former, <laughs> former. I'm just going to keep doing that. <laughs> Hey, hey. The, the, right. the more former, it, it becomes more former every day, and <laughs> I become an, a bigger wash up every day. But I'm drinking this fucking uh, whiskey and coke again. There you go, Patty C in the place to be. Hi, like I'm skipping around. I got farmers go. I'm gonna say for, I'm drinking this former former coffee right now. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm gonna get a beverage in a little bit. All right. There you go. This is the fucking college experience. All right. You're being a pussy over there. He's nursing his little coffee. Buddy, I've been at it. <laughs> all right. I've been recovering. All right. Where where were you last night? I did the House of Blues in Anaheim. Yeah. But I, I will say I did one of the most uh so I did I did a, a show at the House of Blues. And uh I kind of fucked myself a little bit coming into it. Yeah. Because I was slightly hungover from the night before. Sure. Uh, typical, typical. Yeah. Didn't eat much. And then around five o'clock I had a double espresso. Yeah. And it might've ruined my life. <laughs> right. I still, you know what? I still am not very responsible on the, on the espresso tip. Well, you're drinking coffee again right now. So yeah. <laughs> it's one of your two addictions I would say, but I'm saying so. So here I am. I'm about to go. Like I'm going down there. I'm about, you know, I get down there and I'm like, I feel like complete shit. Yeah. Right. I have you look jitters. like complete shit. Yeah. You feel like complete shit. <laughs> <laughs> I did. All, I mean, the set was all right. I mean, it wasn't horror. I didn't bomb. Yeah. But I didn't, I wouldn't say I did great either. Yeah. It was just. You get these funny crowds. Well, House of Blues might be a venue that's a little too big for people to get comfortable in. That, you know? I mean, perhaps. I also think that perhaps me having the fucking complete jitters. Yeah. 
And I'm not talking about you sweating I'm bullets. I'm not scared and... of getting up there. I've done right. this a long time. Yeah. I'm saying that I was like, I, I think I was kind of like speeding through. You had a big stand-up. piss stain on the front of your pants. <laughs> It was, was really showing. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't know. The point is I would have, I would have preferred maybe to not be, I, I, when I review it in my head, I'm like, but maybe I was going a little fast on the stand up. but I was like, hey, how's it going? How's it going? Yeah. Huh? Huh? Hey, you like this joke? Huh? I'm going to yeah. fucking tell you more. All right. <laughs> Coked up a uh, exactly. Coke Colby over here. Uh, but it was still a good show. Yeah. I had a good time. Hey, that's you what know? it's all about. You had a good time. The folks had a good time. Yeah. You got drunk again. You there got you your go. coffee fix. There you go. You know, all your addictions were satiated for the evening, but you're back on it again. And here we are, you know, filling our cravings once again, craving for college football this time though. Exactly. And we are bringing up Patty C's favorite oh, yeah. conference in all the land. When I think about college football, when I think about winning important, relevant college football, Patty C is the Trump of this, this is the Trump conference because Trump's big into big Macs. Yes, and Patty is. C's big, big into the Mac. I am huge into the Mac, you know? So, so this is the Mac conference preview. <laughs> All right. Before see we get I see what you did there. I like that. <laughs> I like that. I still feel retarded. Um, uh, here's the deal, buddy. Yeah. This conference, I think you give it a hard time. Well, here's the question I want to ask you. Right. And our listeners are probably wanting to hear this too. Why should anyone be interested in the Mac? I can tell you several reasons why this year, this year, historically, historically, some of the better coaches from Dino Babers to Nick Saban to urban Meyer got their start in the Mac. That's true. You are getting typically at least one or two coaches that are going to skyrocket. PJ Fleck. Yeah. A lot of hot names have started out in the Mac. Yeah. Also, the what's great about the Mac and Maction in general mm-hmm. is they utilize the weekday games, which I love because on Tuesday, I don't want to be sitting around trying to watch some bullshit NBA regular season game. Yeah. They throw on like Toledo and Northern Illinois, and I'm like, hey, I got plenty of reason to watch this game. Right. Let me throw some money on this game. They utilize the weekday games more than better than any other conference. Well, they need it. Because no one is going to watch I a damn Mac game. I want to see more conferences. Do, like, if you notice this, we never talk about this. Yeah. Uh, the SEC never plays Thursday games. Yeah. I think they would do once a year, and that's the Egg Bowl on Thanksgiving. Right. I think they used to have Texas. I feel like South Carolina uh, and Vandy Texas. used to kind of do some Thursday games. Could be. Um, well, A&M one. starts the season on a Thursday, but that doesn't count because I'm saying, like, the reason I'm bringing it up is that you have yeah. a short week. Yeah. The SEC, look, I'm not going to sit here and spin a conspiracy about that without like really thinking about it, but it does lend itself to a potential upsets when you start, you know, throwing short weeks in there. Yeah. So, you know, it's SEC potentially protecting itself a little bit. I can well, see that. Well, I also think football, it's kind of like Thursdays used to have a lot more games. Yeah. I don't know if like the, the whole health and football thing is, is hitting it. Yeah. But I would love to see that spread out some more instead of all on Saturday. Right. You know what I mean? Like, well, the sec too, <clears throat> that's tailgate country. They're not like a Miami team. That's probably not going to fill out their stadium on Saturday or Thursday. So might as well throw it on a Thursday night and get a national spotlight on TV. Yeah. You I know? mean, if you're Vanderbilt, SEC, you're filling out the entire fucking stadium. Usually maybe not Vanderbilt, but I would like to see this moving forward. Yeah. I would love to see. Okay. Mac 
does a lot of Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday games, which I like. I think the conference USA should adapt that. I think the Sunbelt should adapt. Sure. That. Any of these like, right. Uh, I'm sorry to bust your balls right here, but I know you complain about the NBA being having half their teams be deletable. And mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the Mac. You could delete this conference and it wouldn't affect really. Cause I can sit there and say, yeah. Uh, where do you want to start? Uh, start wherever you want. <laughs> I'm saying Northern Illinois has won at Nebraska recently. That's true. They, they beat they, BYU last year. They are. They do they, impact they, the. They they've beaten the Maryland scene. in the past twenty years. They've beaten Iowa at Iowa. All right. Eastern Michigan won at Purdue last year. It's no doubt that they impact the game. You know, but as far as them winning it. I'm waiting to see if the Mac can ever produce a true like. I mean, fuck. Western Michigan went 13 and 0 a couple years back. They ended up getting throttled in the. Uh, no, they barely lost that game. Oh yeah, who who got throttled? No, Wisconsin, Northern Illinois. They lost got, Wisconsin. Yeah. yeah, Northern Illinois got throttled by Florida State. Yeah, but that was a really good Florida yeah. State team. Um, that's true. Maybe maybe one day we're we're never gonna There's, get a. They're not deletable. If the invitation expands, if the invitation expands, it better expand. Damn it! All right. Okay. So anyway, all right, let's get to the, let's get to the meat of the shit. All right. No one wants to hear me just ramble. Well, maybe they do want to hear me just ramble gibberish. All right. We're going alphabetically Patty C. And once again, al- the alphabet's always a struggle for me. <laughs> you know what I mean? So we're going to start off with the Akron zips. Uh, interesting team here, Patty C. They fired Terry Bowden after a four and eight season, right? Mm-hmm. Well, two years ago, <laughs> The year prior to this four and eight season, they played for the MAC championship. Then they go four and eight with one of the four wins being against <laughs> Northwestern, who has been a ten win yeah. team consistently. Uh, I thought it kind of got a raw deal here. Terry Bowden. Yeah, I understand four and eight's not a good year, but they just are you're probably, Akron. What the fuck? They went to the MAC championship the year before. Yeah. What do you expect, Akron? <laughs> Like, does Akron have some uh, history of like ten win seasons that no. we should be aware of? No, I don't think so. So they had, they bring in Tom Arth, right? I know you love that name. Uh, coming in from Tennessee, Chattanooga, and I, they're going with him. He was in an he's an Ohio guy, there born and raised. So I think they're maybe hoping he can open just, up the recruiting yep. bloodlines. Yep. Um. Now they got a, a little quarterback battle going on. Cato Nelson, the starter last year, although he was injured some. So Alex Remart uh, and in. Nelson. So yeah, Remart came in last year. They have two. So I don't know who the hell they're going to start. Nelson's not as much as a passer as Remart. Arth, I think, wants to pa- open up the offense some. So the ball I, I guess maybe more. you would favor Remart. I don't know. Nelson's got wheels. I don't know. Their star running back, Keandre White, is back. They're basically bringing back everybody on offense. So there's that. But the problem is, is that defensively they take a huge hit and that defense wasn't very good last year. Yeah. I mean, their strength of the, of the defense returning is their safeties and linebacker, John Lacko. But this, this That's defense right. still seeing reeks. him uh, in the, you know, top five players in the conference to, to watch this year. So the defense still reeks reeks of uh could be a, a tough year for, for the zips. All right. Vegas has got the win total at three and a half games. Patty C let's take a look at the scheduling. I think week one is a winnable game. 
Based on what I saw last year, Ball State missed a field goal to to beat Illinois. Was that in Champaign? Yeah. Akron is and, and, probably a better team than Ball State. And I think the year before, I think, hold on, I think Illinois lost to a Mac school to open the season in 17. Let me see if I can pull that up. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Uh, so they that, that's when Ball State missed the, the field goal. Okay. So, but wait, last year then, Illinois, oh, beat Kent State by seven. I want to make <laughs> but, fun of you a little bit here. What's up? I'm hearing Illinois. Yeah. When you say pillow, you say pillow. Buddy. Do you say milk instead of milk? I do say milk. Milk. There, that's an I. That's not an E. Milk. <laughs> milk. There you go. <laughs> I don't know why you need to say it weird. I just want to have some coffee. <laughs> um, all right, look. We got the zips on the schedule. I mean, that's a loss because you got to figure Illinois. Illinois is going to be. Oh, 2018, they they. Barely beat Kent State. That's what I'm saying. 31 24. Kent State was 2 and 10. Wow. So, is there a chance? I mean, you got to figure this is Illinois' best team ever, though. <laughs> I mean, ever or like under? I mean, under Lovey. Right. I mean, you have to figure it. <laughs> ever. Yeah. Dick Buckus is <laughs> right. coming out of the fucking woodworks. Right. Um, I, I, that's a loss, right? Uh, <laughs> for Akron going yeah. to Illinois? Yeah. yeah, you would think. You okay. Would. They followed that up with getting UAB at home. They're doing no favors on the out of conference, by the way, because UAB is going to kick the tar out of them, right? Yeah. yeah. Going to be zero and two at Central Michigan. I think they're going to be zero and three. Central Michigan's supposed to be improved a little bit. Central Michigan brought in uh, a familiar name uh, with Jim McElwain. Yes. Uh, former Florida and Colorado State head coach. Looks Nick a bit, a little bit like a horse. Did you ever notice that? Uh, and and there's a strong history in football, like the Broncos getting Elway and Shannon Sharp. If you go to the horse route, it normally pays <laughs> off. That's it right. normally fucking pays yeah, off. Right? Horse face coach. Will take now, you. the only bad thing is, is that they're the Chippewas. Uh, so Does he look like a Chippewa at all? Right, if it was the to, Western Michigan Broncos, then oh, yeah, maybe. He'd be. Yeah. yeah anytime you like, uh, who is it? Old um, guy in Houston. Bum Phillips. Oh, Bum Phillips. He's an actual cowboy. Yeah. He had a 10 gallon hat on the sideline. How Oklahoma State didn't hire him after. The fact, right? <laughs> Having the cowboy be the, on the Cowboys, right? Come on, he's wearing the same. I want to see more sports themed shit like that. You yeah. know what I mean? It's pretty simple. Mike Gundy, look, Mike Gundy became a, a, a character. He he's, became a mascot. He became a redneck that with mullet. that m- with that it's mullet. Beautiful. You know, if you, if you're not born that way, you make yourself into a champion. <laughs> Jim McElwain, All you're right. a horse right now, but you'll be a Chippewa. He might be. What the fuck is a Chippewa? That's an Indian, though, right? The Native American, I guess, would be the uh, preferred nomenclature. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Look, they're 0-3 is the fucking point here, right? Mm -hmm. Then they're home to Troy. Yeah. They keep scheduling these mid-major Alabama schools that are going to kick the tar out of them. They're going to be 0-4. Then they're at UMass. That is their W. Is the dub. Yeah. So I got them at 1-4. They get a bye. And then they get Kent State at home, which is a winnable game. Mm, Yeah. I think they lose it. It's homecoming, too, for them. Oh, the zips and the golden flashes. The Mac is just delightful team names. You know what? I'm going to disagree with you. You say they get the dub here? Oh, it's it's in. Uh, yeah, it's in Akron. I'm going to give it to uh, the zips. I, I, I think Kent State's going to get the, the win. Well, fuck you. So I'm going to ha- have them at what? One in, what is that? Five? One in five. Then they're home to Buffalo. One in six. 
at Northern Illinois, one and seven at Bowling Green. I like this one to be a W. Yeah. Two and seven. They get a bye week and then they host Eastern Michigan two and eight at Miami's a chance. I think they might pull the upset there. Yeah. Give me three. Give me I'm, three wins. I'm going to give them the L in that one. So that puts them at three for me as well. And then they're home to Ohio, which they lose. Uh, the over unders at two, at two and a half NC Nick. I'm sorry. The over unders at three and a half NC Nick is on the under. I am on the under and Patty C is on the under. I feel decent about that. I mean, I think that's a pretty accurate, a good job by Vegas. Cause you know, but I mean, I think Akron, I mean, we gave them wins. I gave them a win at Miami. That's a, that's a, a game. Dog. They should be a, be a dog. Yeah. At UMass is a game. They could easily lose. That's a, one of their for sure wins. They should win that game. It's still at UMass though. What is that? Like I'm saying Akron Amherst first coach, <laughs> there be like a high school stadium. There? <laughs> and we got them beating. We got them beating who? Uh, who's the other win on that? Oh, bowling at Bowling Green. The the thing is is that all three of my wins are on, ro- on, the, on the road, road so yeah. I, I could eat, I like the underplay. I think it's a yeah. I think it's a solid I play think here. You're right? Yeah. Um, let's move along to Patty C's next favorite school. Uh, that is the ball. He, he actually look when we pick our college basketball games and our college football games. For some reason, I feel like Patty C's always backing Ball State. I was on them this year a little bit yeah. in basketball. For some reason, they and, just, and football. I think too after that Notre Dame performance, you're like, oh hey. yeah, yeah. I bought it hook, line, and sinker. After that, look, Notre Dame. They gave Notre Dame more of a game than most of the teams on yeah. their schedule. Yeah, they did. They did. All right, look, Mike New. Big year for Mike New. Former former Ball State quarter back. Uh, he's he's kind of under fire a little bit. His first year when he was at the helm of Ball State, he had a good year. And ever since then, it's been dog shit. And this team has some problems because their star quarterback, Riley Neal, coming back for his senior year. No, he grad transfers and he's a starting quarterback at Vanderbilt now. Mm. Then a Baruto. They're starting running back, James Gilbert. Oh, 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 no, he's back. No. Grad transfer. Starting running back, Kansas State now. Mm, mm, mm. Now the good thing is, is that Riley Neal was banged up all of last year. So they had Drew Plitt play quarterback. So he is back and he's experienced. He threw six touchdown passes, eight picks last year. Patty C loves that ratio. Uh, oh yeah. He's completed 65% of his passes. Jeez. Like you're completing 65. That's a decent completion percentage. Yet, and you're picks. just throwing picks left and right. Well, someone's always catching the ball, you know, Hey, receiving the receiving core in general is one of the best in the Mac led by Riley Miller, who had over 900 yards receiving last year. Plus, they got their tight end. Kyle shrank back at tight end. Teams loaded on the on the receiving side of the of the ball. Defensively, nine starters back on defense. The problem is they were eleventh in the MAC last year on that side of the ball. Uh, strength of the defense is is the linebacking core led by senior Ray Wilburn. Wonder if he's any relation to Barry Wilburn. Who the fuck is Barry Wilburn? Jesus, <laughs> cornerback, Redskins, not eighties. 80s okay. led the league in picks one year. I think <laughs> uh, they also got Antonio Phillips at cornerback. He's, he's, he's probably their best defensive back. Patty C we sit here. We talk about the beautiful ball state Cardinals that I know you're high on. Vegas has the over under at four wins. Let's just pull up this filthy schedule. Bull state. 
Let's see. Got to tinker around and find these fools. The Ball State Cardinals. Uh, interesting first game. I can get there. I mean, they're out of conference scheduling for some of the shittier Mac schools. Is is I don't understand what they're doing to themselves. I'm having a hard time. Okay, oh, well, here we go. The first Ball game State. is Let in me see. Lucas Oil Stadium. Neutral site. Oh yeah, this is this is uh, uh I like this though. Uh, you know who I like for this? I like Indiana for this. I like that they're taking a neutral oh, site game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. against a, a lower conference. Yeah, team. well, it's like Mississippi State did it with Louisiana Lafayette, and it's a true. Yeah. Both are in state. So yeah. at, at in Indianapolis at the Colts Stadium, right? Which should not be a dome. Those bastards. Uh, SEC take note. Well, they did, Mississippi State did do this with Louisiana Lafayette. Where they do it. New Orleans. In, in New Orleans. Well, yeah. shit. Well, the rest of the SEC. Yeah, there you go. The rest. Uh, so, Indiana and Ball State neutral site game in Indianapolis. Credit uh, to Mississippi State. Yeah. Yeah, and credit to Indiana. Yeah. So, I got Indiana winning this game. Um. Yes. Okay. So, the Ball State Cardinals start off 0-1. But then- look, Ball State got up for Notre Dame last year. Another in-state powerhouse. You know, not that Indiana is necessarily a powerhouse. Um, maybe there's like, you know, what, what, what you, uh, bring up a lot when we're talking about the, the likes of Fresno going to USC, et cetera, the, the chip on the shoulder, you know, mm-hmm. the, the snub of an in-state power five scholarship for some of these players that are attending ball state, you know, I still think they lose this game. Yeah. <laughs> then week two, they host the Fordham Rams who were two and nine in the FCS last year. Mm. That's their first win. Patty C. Yes, it is. One and one. Plenty of reason to, to be optimistic at this point. Then they host Lane Kiffin and the Florida Atlantic Owls in good old Muncie, Indiana. <laughs> Muncie out in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> hey, yo. They're going to get their shit pushed into this yeah, game. They they? They're uh, going to lose their next <laughs> six games. Six to eight games. All right, look. Uh, home to Florida Atlantic is a loss. Then they follow that up with at NC State. That's a loss. They'll be one and three. They go into a bye. They come out of the bye and they got to go to DeKalb, Illinois, to take on Northern Illinois. That's a loss. One and four, right? We're seeing eye to eye here. Yeah. It's a tough schedule. At They follow that back-to-back away games with at Eastern Michigan. That's a loss. One and six. I mean, it's all relative. When you're, when you're saying this is a tough schedule and the hardest game so far. Well, I'm just saying. The hardest game the entire season is at NC State. No, no, no. I'm saying this, though, that the top five teams in the MAC all come in a row. Yeah, relatively speaking, yeah, they're they're getting hammered. I'm saying like they don't even get like Bowling Green in the middle of there. Yeah, they, they you get that look. They go from Northern Illinois, Eastern Michigan, Toledo, Ohio, at Western Michigan, all in a row. You could say Eastern That's, Michigan traditionally would be a, a little, but they won seven games yeah. last year and they beat Purdue. Yeah, well, if you're if you're judging by where we're projecting, and it's back to back away games. Can that is pretty that? much the yeah. the four hardest teams in the division in the conference, like all back to back. So I'm going to say right there. Okay. So what do we got? We're going out of fucking sequence, dude. All right. They're one and three, one and four, one and five, one and six, one and seven. They're one and eight after November 5th. Right. Then they host central Michigan. I think they're going to lose that game. They get a long week. They're going to be one and nine after the Tuesday game at Western Michigan. They get about what? 13 to 11 days to prepare for central Michigan at home. And Muncie, you think central Michigan gets that W? I do, man. Ball State, 
facing a tough season. Uh, then they're at Kent State. There's an L. I, I think I'd favor Kent State. Man, and then host they're home to Miami. I'm on the under. One and eleven for you, huh? I mean, at, at best, I think two wins. Yeah, I mean, Fordham seems like a shoe in, you know. And I, then you got to figure they pull an upset on Central Michigan or Miami, one of the two. Yeah. Or maybe Kent State. At most, three wins, but the over-under's at four. Yeah. I think this one might end up on my top ten, buddy. Put me on the under as well. Yeah, it's a pretty, pretty good-looking bet at this point. NC Nick agrees he was on the under, too. And I think I am just going to lock that one up. Um, all right. Your Cardinal is not coming through for you. Next up is Bowling Green, a team that was my number one lock last year for the under. And it came through. They had it at six <laughs> fucking idiots. Uh, Scott Leffler for Leffler first year head coach, former OC of Virginia tech and Michigan. Patty C he comes in the Bowling Green with high hopes. And all of a sudden their star quarterback, Jared Doge, Jared Doge says, you know what? Fuck you. Leffler dips out grad transfer, West Virginia. University. I would do the same thing. I don't even think he's a graduate. He's a straight up transfer. I want to say Leffler was the court or the offensive coordinator that put Frank Beamer away. Called it, made a legend, hang it up. You know, Oof. they, they went to Leffler to try and spice up the offense and it was more dog shit than it had ever been before. So, and their new quarterbacks, the guy named Grant Loy, Good strange, name. strange name. <laughs> uh, I don't know what to think. I don't know much about Loy. Um, they got, they got a Wazoo transfer, uh, Washington state transfer at wide receiver and Isaiah Johnson. Four starters back on an offensive line, but the problem was the offensive line was horrible last year. But I guess that's a that's a good thing. Is you got they got experience, they got that out of the way. Yeah. All right, and the real problem is is they were last in the MAC in scoring defense, the third ru- worst run defense in all of college football. And they lose six of the nine ta- top nine tacklers on defense. They're going to be so bad. They had defense. fifteen sacks as a defense for the entire year. <laughs> Sutton Smith had like 14 by himself, (laughs) but they do have a a linebacker named Colby Coleman. Mm. So maybe this guy, so he's going to be ugly. We know that much. We know something about Colby. This guy's probably got a, probably packing a strong cock. You know what I mean? You know, definitely probably. (laughs) That's definitely what our fans are all thinking. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Look, the pass defense finished six in the nation, but you know why that's, that's jaded. Why is that? It's because their run defense was that bad That's true. that the teams would never pass against them. Right. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to throw the ball at all. Cause you, it's like, you're Hey, running they're them horrible. Like Swiss Let's cheese. just run every play. Right. All right. Look, Vegas has the over and under at three Patty C mm, man, the Falcons. Let me tell you about this team. So much potential in terms of, you know, a mascot really squandered on a pretty average, uh, Pretty, pretty subpar um, uniform logo. Yeah. You know, a little bit of potential with the uniform colors, brown and uh, orange it is. Yeah. They're like a Cleveland wannabe. Yeah. They, I mean, they've always, they always could be cool. I've always thought they could be cool. Yeah. You know, but uh, they're not, they're actually dog shit. Okay. Week one, this is an interesting game because the fir- you're not going to think it's interesting, but it's the first coach or the first coach game for Leckler. And he's against Morgan State that was four and seven in the FCS. Well, he's gonna start out 
Sizzling hot. Scott Leffler. If you lose this one, well, check us out. I mean, the over under is at three. So you start at one and oh, you're, you're pretty much almost there. Right. All right. Now here's the problem. <laughs> you're not going to win any more games. <laughs> <laughs> here's the problem. The next week they're at Kansas state in Manhattan. Any chance, Patty C very little follow that with homecoming in week three. What the fuck is this? That's an early homecoming. Yeah. Uh, Home to Louisiana Tech and my guy Skip Holtz. They're going to get their shit pushed in that game. Yeah, they are. They're going to be one and two. And then they're at Kent State. Now this one, it's a winnable game for them. They're going to lose it though. We're we're kind of uh, pumping Kent State up a little bit. I like what Kent State did in year one of uh, what the former uh, Syracuse OC. I'm struggling to think of his name right now. He's their head coach, but uh, I got it one and, one and, one and three right now. They get a buy, much needed buy, because after that they're at Notre Dame. <laughs> I don't think that's a much needed buy. I think that's a wasted buy. <laughs> uh, one and four. Then they're home to Toledo. One and five. Home to Central Michigan. Any chance for the upset? Sure. It's not going to happen, but <laughs> I'm going to say one chance. and six. Yeah. At oh, Michigan. So Western, Central Western Michigan went uh, what one and eleven yeah. last year. Yeah. We were reading the stat before. It was six straight six win seasons before that. John Bonamigo. <laughs> I mean, how do they, how do they talk about getting the raw deal on him too? And one down year. Yeah. How long had he been there? Like four or five years. He won at Oklahoma he, state. He took him bowling every other year of his tenure there. Mm-hmm. One in 11 at central Michigan. To, uh, Look, sometimes that's pretty far below their standard Shit happens, you know, and things happen. And yeah. And sometimes you get fucking fired because shit happens. Oh no, 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 no. One in 11. Look, you, the Chippewas. <laughs> That's one bad year. He had been That's bowling not one bad every year. other year. That's one I diarrheaed on like my girlfriend's face on accident kind <laughs> of year. I don't care if you've been taking her to Outback. Well, not Outback. I don't care if you've been Get ta- a blooming onion. Yeah, taking her to the Capitol <laughs> Grill. You see how classy I am. <laughs> yeah, I don't care if you've been taking her I to fucking how, Morton's. He was trying to say five star. He was like, take her to Outback. Like, <laughs> I was like, oh, it's like, it a great establishment. Right, whenever right? I take my girl to Outback, I feel real proud. I'm a hashtag middle class fancy. Um, um, no, uh, yeah. If you take your girlfriend to the Capitol Grill 50 times and you diarrhea on her face, the 51st date, she's still going to break out with you. You know, you shit the bed. <laughs> this is the worst analogy. I'm sorry. I've ever fucking Everyone heard. agrees with me though. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, you're derailing from their fucking schedule. Okay. All right. They're we, one in, uh, one in seven, right? One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah. Well, they're going to be one and seven after the at Western Michigan game. Yep. Kalamazoo. All right. Now here's a very winnable game. The zips. Saturday, November 2nd against hosting Akron. I had Akron winning this. I one. did too. Yeah. So one and eight. And then they get a bye week. They're at Miami one and nine. <laughs> this team, then they're home to Ohio and then at Buffalo. This team's going one and 11 is also I'm on the under. We're so, not real high on the max so far. <laughs> <laughs> There's a couple of teams in here that are going to have some surprising win totals. <laughs> I think we're just so disgusted by the bottom end of this league that we're like, just f- you're going to lose everything. Fuck you. I mean, they're not going to be, they're not good. We're going to take like they lost their best player. He tra- best two players transferred out. Yeah. And they already terrible before that. That's true. Uh, next up is Buffalo. The bulls. Ooh, Lance, I always have a hard time with his last last net guy's last name, but I think he's one of the better coaches in America that we no one's talking about. Leopold, yeah, Leopold, Leopold. I don't fucking know. 
but he's a beast. Coming off a 10-win season at Buffalo, Patty C. Mm. And then look, Tyree Jackson comes out early, doesn't even get drafted. What are you thinking? Then a couple of their uh, Anthony Johnson's gone, and another receiver transferred to Miami. We're gonna get an idea of what you really think of this coach. Based uh, on, I think he's a great coach. All right, well, let's go through the schedule and we'll see how great you think he is. He's got Kyle Vantries coming at a quarterback. I was obviously that he needs to improve. Four out of five of the offensive line are back, bringing back the top two running backs. Patty C. So that's a lot. Look. Uh, and the defense defense brings back a lot of pieces. Now I will say they got to fix something because they were zero and four when they gave up 30 points or more, mm. but that's only how it works when you give right. up 30 points, <laughs> right? When people are running through you like a hot knife through warm butter, then it's hard to keep up. Okay. So the Buffalo over Vegas is basically saying this about the old bulls. Six is the, is the over under. I think it, I, I like this coach. Now I do understand they they lost some studs. Yeah. I mean, Anthony Johnson's on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tyree Jackson. Do you think Tyree Jackson's Buffalo that Bill. big of a loss? It depends. Well, this quarterback, uh, from what I understand, got, did get some experience cause Jackson was, got banged up a little bit. Yeah. But from I do physical talent standpoint. I do it's not comparable. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, six. The first game, they're hosting Robert Morris University, Patty C. They're going to win that. I think they're going to win it, too. Yeah. Week two at Penn State. Penn State breaking in a new quarterback. Upset potential? Is that what you're saying? Uh, you know, the, you never know. It depends on, but I, you I, would have to I strongly I do think, think they played Buffalo, or they played Penn State tough in this coach's first year. Yeah. They couldn't generate any offense, but defensively they were they were holding them down. It's in state college. Was it in state college? Yeah, yeah two in a row. A little two for none deal there. Get there. Um, yeah, no, Penn State's going to win this game. Yeah, I'm on. Uh, I, I think Penn State gets it done. Week three at Liberty. Here's an interesting one. <laughs> that is. <laughs> I'm interested to say. Uh, I already know who I think is going to win this. I, I think Buffalo's going to win this. Oh, I think Liberty's going to win. It's going to be. A, uh, this is yeah. like a 30, 34, 32 game. Yeah. I think Buffalo gets it done. Buffalo was the better team last year for sure. But Liberty is creeping, you know, and Buffalo is taking a step back. I, 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 why are they going on the road to take on the flames? The flames uh, should be coming to Buffalo. The flames <laughs> are master manipulators. They're working it, working all the angles. Look, I'm just telling you the ball, the bulls are going to find a way to get this done. I don't feel great about this game though. Uh, how about this buddy? Yeah. Uh, week four, they host the Temple Owls. I'm going to say this. They're going to either beat Liberty or Temple. They're okay. going to be two and two okay. after, after four games. Yeah, I got them losing to Temple. I got them one and three. Wow. You got them losing both Liberty and Temple. You really yeah. think that they're going to take that big of a step I back? I think they'll fall, about, fall off a little bit. Okay. Week five at Miami, Ohio. What, were they 10 and three last year? Yeah. It's pretty tough to have them one and three uh, coming out the gates. But... Penn State's a shoe-in loss. The home factor against Temple favors them a little well, especially, bit. Especially, well, I mean, Buffalo can be cold. Yeah, September 14th. Yeah, yeah or September 21st. 21st yeah. Rather. It's probably still going to be warm. Yeah, it's, it's, they, they should be. Phenomenon. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, shout out to all you people on the East Coast. Uh, <laughs> everyone on my Facebook feed saying it's 120 plus degrees. degrees, right? You poor, unfortunate uh, souls. So what? At Miami, Ohio, do you have them winning that? Ah, uh, that's tough. 
I, uh, no, I think I have Miami, Ohio winning that. I got them one and fucking four. I got them beating Miami, Ohio. I got them at three and two. And then, uh, they have homecoming against Ohio. Dangerous game for the Bobcats. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say Ohio gets it done. I'm going to say three and three. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, you have them at one and five to start the season. They're going to win one of those games. They're going to win one of those, but I would have them losing to Ohio even at home. So you have them at one and five. I do have them at one and five. Fuck it. They get a buy. Then they're at Akron. That's a win. That is a win. So I got them at four and three. Mm-hmm. Then they're home to central Michigan. That's a win. That's a win. I got them at five and three. They're at Eastern Michigan. I got them losing that game. Now this is a game that I have them winning that you have them losing. Hey, I know you're high on Eastern Michigan coming up. I know that you mentioned that their coaches done great things. Both, there. Well, my two, two of my favorite coaches in college football off the, off. I, I was telling Patty C. I was mad that Colorado didn't hire, didn't make an attempt to potentially go after uh, Leopold or, or uh, Eastern Michigan's head coach or Wake Forest's head coach or Wyoming's head coach. I thought there's four coaches out Proven, there. Yeah. yeah. Commodities. But um, you got them beating Eastern Michigan. Eastern Michigan. I think, you know, I'm, I've been drinking a little much, uh, a little bit too much of the Kool-Aid you've been selling me on that <laughs> one. So let me take a 10 win team over a team that went 40 straight years without making a bowl game. But that less was, than a, not on this coaches as <laughs> less than right. five years ago. Um, yeah. Give me Buffalo on that one. Okay. Then so they I've got a, them up to, I want to say three, wins. four wins at this point. Oh yeah, you won three, three in a row. Three so. in a row here. Okay, and I have them at what? I have them what? Two and two, three and two, three and three. And you got them four and three, five and three, five and four. Five and four. They get a bye. They're at Kent State. I think they get the win. Six and four. Yeah. Home to Toledo. Dangerous game for Toledo. You know what, man? That's a dang. You know why that that's so bad for Toledo? Is because that's going to be windy as fuck probably, and they're a passing team. Yeah. And it's late as hell in the season. November 20th. I think Buffalo is going to beat them. Give me the Rockets. I think I think they're going to fucking win five of their final six games. I am on the over. And the uh, the final game of the season is home to Bowling Green, by the way. So I have Buffalo on the over. I got them at six and six. What's the over-under on this one? Six. Six. So you can't just sit there and play. Play uh, cute. Uh Give me them on the over. They could beat Liberty. By the way, NC Nick locked up the over in Buffalo, one of his locks in the Mac. NC Nick was also on the under on Akron, just like us, and also on the under on Bowling Green and the under on Ball State. So we're seeing eye to eye with NC Nick so far. We're four for four. All right, Patty C. Uh, I'm going to sit there and tell you something, though. Break me off, buddy. I just want to tell you guys that the sports gambling podcast is brought to you by mybookie.ag. Mybookie.ag is now offering their own NFL super contest. Each week, you make five picks against the spread, $100,000 prize, minimum guaranteed for first place, and every dollar they receive as an entry fee will go into the prize pot. No vig. The entry fee is only $100. Look, you got $100 sitting in your couch cushions. All right. Find that $100. Throw this shit into this. All right. MyBookie.ag backslash super contest to secure your spot. Look, when you do, make sure you use the promo code SGP50 to get your 50% deposit bonus. You play, you win, you get paid over at MyBookie.ag. 
Don't forget the promo code one more time. SGP 50. Boom. Do you have a hundred dollars sitting in your couch cushions? Uh, it's in there. I'm about to go can, dig. And I, look, <laughs> I mean, come on. You think I don't have a hundred dollars in my couch? Just cushions? buried everywhere around I the house. I just throw, dude. I got. I wipe your ass with hundred dollar bills. Always have gun on. Look, I'm, I'm like a, I'm like Tony Montana. Keep some keep some cash stacked in, under the mattresses, under the couch. Sure, in the pillowcases. Just in case, you know. In the pillowcases. You never know who's coming in your house, buddy. The, it's right next to my shotgun. There you go. That's right. like Denzel in uh, training day. <laughs> Gets on the floor. Boom. Shotgun attached to the knee. But goes for the kneecaps. That's how mm-hmm. you do it. All right. Ooh, that reminds me of that uh, uh, drawing, that uh, artistic scene in Kill Bill, where she's like shooting them, oh, and, like yeah. shooting out their yeah. kneecaps. That was a dope scene. That was a great scene. You gonna go see that new Tarantino movie? Uh, what's that one called again? I forget. He's kind of gotten a little too cheesy with his movies. Wow. Like, oh, this one, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I've watched this preview probably a hundred times just sitting there like while watching TV. I have no fucking idea what the movie's about. I like The Hateful Eight a lot. Yeah, that was decent. That was decent. You're a piece of shit. Okay. Uh, Central Michigan, Patty C. Speaking of pieces of shit, they fired John Bonamigo, the greatest name in college football. <laughs> We talked about this for one bad season. They bring in McElwain from Florida and Colorado. Bon Amigo, when you really think about that, an amigo is a friend, and Bon usually means good. It's a good friend. Yeah. John, good friend. Well, they weren't gonna... a good friend to him. Yeah, right? they were not. All right. Now, look, they were dead last on offense last year with 15, just 15 points per game, Patty C. Uh, they have a new offensive coordinator, a legend in the Mac conference, mm. a guy by the name of Charles Fry. Charlie Fry, former. Former Akron Zip, Cleveland Brown quarterback. Uh, this year's, I mean, last year's quarterback was Tommy Lazaro, who's there this Tommy year. Tommy Lasorda. Yeah, you got a story Tom, about that guy. I do have a story about that piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to, Tommy Lazaro uh, is back at quarterback. I'll tell the Lasorda story another day. Okay. Uh, L- Tommy Lazaro, though, uh, probably not. I, I've, I doubt that he's going to be a starter because. Quentin Dormady transfers in the former Tennessee quarterback who was at Houston last year before Derek King beat him out. So now he heads over to good old uh, Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Uh, O-line is back. Pretty experienced. Jonathan Ward, star running back from uh, the past couple of years, kind of had a down year last year, but two years ago was an absolute animal. He's back. Four out of the top five wideouts are back, Patty C. And here's the thing. They had the second best defense in the MAC last year, mm. but they do lose their top tackler and their top pass rusher. They take some hits on the defensive side of the ball. Vegas. Vegas says the Chippewas over and under should be set at four, Patty C. Let's take a gander here and see if we agree. Um, they start the season off with the Albany Great Danes. One of the better names. One of the better mascot names. I, I do appreciate how these small schools go outside of the bulldog. Uh, you know, cliche and pick some, pick some more fun breeds. They were three and eight in the FCS. So I think the chip was and John Bonamigo, no, uh, McElwain will have his first win as head coach of the chip was that we want to know out the gate, out the gates. Then week two, I know you have this upset noted mm-hmm. at Wisconsin. I have McElwain being upset that he lost by 45 in his second game <laughs> at Wisconsin. They get their shit pushed in in Madison week three home to Akron. 
I got that as a dub for Central Michigan. I do too. Two and one. And then they're at Miami. Man, some tough road games there. Yeah. Uh, that's a loss. And they, they have back to back away games at Miami, at Western Michigan. That's probably another loss. Yeah. So I got them, what, two and three. Then they're home to Eastern Michigan. They're going to lose that two and four. Now they're home, and this is their homecoming to New Mexico State. And I think they're going to beat New Mexico State, Patty C. Sure. I think they're going to be three and four. They're going to go at Bowling Green, which I have them winning that game. They're going to be four and four. Yeah, I've seen eye to eye. Then they're at Buffalo, back to back away games. They're going to lose at Buffalo, four and five. Then they host Northern Illinois. They're going to lose that game, four and six, right? Mm-hmm. They get a bye. Then they're at Ball State, five and six, I think. And then they get a chance to fight the day after. Thanksgiving, they host Toledo. Can they make a bowl? Do we have them at five and six going into Toledo? Yeah, no, no, no. But uh, in going into that game, it's not at Toledo. It's in Mount Pleasant. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I, was, uh, I got them going five and seven. I think Toledo gets the dub. Yeah, I got to agree with you. I hate to agree on every single game there, but uh, NC Nick was on the under. We are both on the over. That's our first difference. With NC Nick. Yeah, with NC Nick. Well, I wonder which ones he's seeing losses on. Because, I mean, Albany looks like a for sure win. New Mexico, you would think, in uh, Mount Pleasant. That's a long-ass trip for a team that's not. Maybe he thinks Akron pulls the upset. Yeah, that's that's If that's, that's not even an upset. Going to Ball State. Could they lose that game? Yeah, I mean, they could theoretically, but I don't think they are. Yeah. Yeah, I think they. I think they got five in them. I think I like that one. Yeah, I think that, that that's their ceiling. So maybe that's what he was going with. Oh, they could. You never know. This is a program that's had some successful years. Who knows if they could turn yeah. it around? We don't really know what. Do we know what went wrong last year with them? Life went wrong, Patty. Smith. Yeah, their entire life. This is the uh, diarrhea John, game. The diarrhea. I year. am mad that I can't say John Bonamigo, Bonamigo, Bonamigo a bunch of times. <laughs> right? I want to keep saying that as my favorite coach's name. All right. Damn it. This guy okay. needs to get hired at Notre Dame or something. Exactly. Uh, let's talk Eastern Michigan football, Petty C. Chris Creighton. It's the head coach that I, I think he's a stud head coach. Former Drake head coach. Former Wabash State head coach. Shout out to Pete Metzlars. <laughs> um, look, bowling two out of the past three years. And let's make sure I'm right on the Pete Metzlars thing. Pete Metzler's, um, was he uh, of Tecmo? Yeah, he was Lord. tight end for the Bills. I thought he went to Wabash. Yeah, I, I, I am right. Nailed it. Okay. Man. Um, I, you know, I, I, I think they're flying under the radar again. That's like, the thing about those teams back in the, there were teams that were just better at scouting like, back yeah. in the day. You know, I don't Bills think that happened. Won. Yeah. The Niners is like every player they pick ends up becoming a pro bowler. Like, yeah. Yeah. Doesn't happen anymore as much. Yeah. Because free agency and stuff. You know. Exactly. Uh, look, this team, we've talked about this team the past two years. Now, Chris Creighton came in, been to two bowl games in the past three years. And even the year that they didn't make the bowl, they were five and seven and lost, I think, like six games by a touchdown or less. Even last year, with their five losses, seven and five, they, were touched, they all lost by, I think, a touchdown or less. So the thing is, is that this, that means knocking on the door of greatness. Yes. Or at least of love what Chris Creighton's doing. Goodness. Someone give the guy a chance at a bigger school. Actually, I, I wouldn't mind him sticking around Eastern Michigan for a while. Well, yeah. Let him stick around. Isn't that your whole deal? You yeah. love, uh, yeah, yeah. I just want a Colorado to, to hire him, I guess. Right. Um, 
They're playing on a gray field. They got uniforms yeah. that look like they were made Recruiting's in the 1940s. Recruiting's at their best level it's ever been. Mike Glass is back at quarterback. Gotta love that name for a quarterback. Completed 61% of his passes last year, Patty C. They also got Shaq, Shaq Vaughn back at running back 5.9 yards per carry. Get that guy the ball. What is the name of the uh, city that they play in? Uh, it's like what? It starts with the Y. Is it S- I- Ipsa, Yipsa? Yeah. When you look at it though, Yipsilanti. I don't know how we get Yipsilanti. Like you just got to say that confidently. You could still, everyone's probably wrong on it, but just say, Oh, we're in Yipsilanti, Michigan. You know, like you just got to say it, just yeah. throw it out there. There you go. All right. Look, Eastern Michigan losing. It's like ooey pooey. Isn't really ooey pooey. It's IU pooey, but you just call it ooey pooey. <laughs> Fuck it. Eastern Michigan replacing four offensive linemen. That's a bit of a concern. They had the 52nd best defense in the country last year. The year before that, they were 60th. And the year before that, they were 108th. That's what you're seeing. This, this, what were they last year? Uh, 52nd. 20th in the nation in pass defense. That's progression. That is what you call getting it done. Bronco Mendenhall-esque progress. And, and if you look, they were efficient in rushing the passer without blitzing because their two defensive ends combined for 12.5 sacks on the season. That's shit. That's more than most teams in the, in the Mac, right? Yeah. Uh, he's gone out of his way to, to bring in uh, five Juco's on the defensive side of the ball. Chris Creighton has, uh, he's got some Juco's coming in strength of the defense is they're returning two safeties. Uh, Patty C Vegas says six and a half for the Eagles of Eastern Michigan. Mm-hmm. Well, Let's take a gander. Okay. Week one at coastal Carolina. That is a win. Yeah. Week Drinking two. the Kool-Aid week two, by the way, upset city. I don't think so. At Kentucky. Kentucky was too good last year. Yeah. Well, that Purdue was too. And what happened? What did Eastern Michigan do to Purdue? True. I, I, I got Eastern Michigan losing this one, but they had, this is back-to-back away games. The, they follow that up at Illinois. I have them beating Illinois. The triple road opener. They're going to beat Illinois. Mm. They are a better football team than Illinois last year. They're better than them this year. Man, uh, you're, it's when I think about it, like you, I'm just so tempted to, based on Lovey Smith and then the, the recruiting they've done there, to assume that they've turned the corner, but that's just making an assumption. And when you think about Eastern Michigan and their like already proven progress. I think I'm going to drink the Kool-Aid again with you. There we go. I got them at two and one after they beat Illinois. Then they host central Connecticut state, the blue devils, the real blue devils, um, three and one, yeah, three and one. Blue devils. <laughs> they get a buy. They're at central Michigan. You have central Michigan winning this game. I don't, I got Eastern Michigan cause they're coming off a bye. Mm. I got Eastern Michigan sitting here at four and one to start the season. Patty C. Okay. Then they get ball state at homecoming or, or Eastern Michigan's win. homecoming. And I got them at what? What's what's that? Two, four, five, five and one, five and one, five and one. Now is re- a really interesting game to me. Uh, the next three, it gets a little, gets a little tough. Yeah. Five and one. And they're hosting Western Michigan. Yeah. I got them beating Western Michigan. They're six and one. I think I haven't beaten Western Michigan too. All right. Now here's where they get bit. So I got them at five and two. Here's where they get bit. Yeah. Yeah. They, they go to Toledo. They go to the glass bowl at Toledo. They take a big L. Yeah. So I got them six and two. Then they're home to Buffalo. 
I got them beating Buffalo. Uh, seven and two, Petty C. Then they get a bye. They're at Akron. I got them winning that one. Eight and two. Holy shit, they're having one of their best years ever. Then they're, they follow that up back to back away games at Northern Illinois. That's the one they lose. Eight and three. Then they're home to Kent State. Nine and nine and three for my Eastern Michigan Eagles. Watch out for them also. They could beat Northern Illinois. This team might just be playing for the MAC championship, Petty C. Do we have uh, Buffalo beating uh, North or uh, Central Eastern Michigan or not? Jeez, I can't fucking talk. I have, I had Eastern Michigan. Do you remember your own? You fucking. I think we had Buffalo winning three in a row there, and that little stretch there is my problem. You know, so I didn't. I think you did. Okay, so I know what I picked. That's true. Okay, let's see. I had them at, I had them at one, one and one, two and one, three and one, three and two, four and two, five and two, five and three. Gosh, at that Buffalo hosting Buffalo. I'm going to give Buffalo the win. Okay. Yeah. All right. So what do you have them at five and four beating Akron, losing to Northern Illinois seven and or six and five, then beating Kent state seven and five. For, so you got them on the over six and a half is where it lies. And NC Nick is on the under, by the way, mm-mm, not mm-mm. buying into my, to my Eagles. What do you have Matt? I got them at nine and three. Outrageous. Nine and three. <laughs> You're a little high. Let them beat Kentucky week two. We might be having a special, special <laughs> season. Western Michigan kind of rode the boat straight into a 13 and 0 season. Hey. I feel like they had a little more uh, success prior to their big Mike season. Glass. You're going to know that name well, Patty C. All right. All right. In uh, the glass bowl. Next up is. He's going to take it out. Is uh is Kent State the golden flash is Sean Lewis in year two after a two and ten, two and ten seat first year. But I will say this. I was still impressed with them, even though they were two and ten. Is that crazy? Mainly because I had watched Kent State with Paul Haynes, the, the previous coach. Yeah. And uh they were so bad on offense the past like four years. Last year, although they were two and ten, the offense was moving the ball. <laughs> Two and ten. I mean, that's tough to get excited about. <laughs> I'm just saying. I think they're headed in the, a better direction than they were. They bring back former Auburn quarterback Woody Barrett. They got a senior running back in Joel Shaw. Five of the top six receivers return. Patty C. And f- all five starters on the offensive line are back. This offense will be moving the ball again. Yeah. Now, interesting that they have Auburn on their schedule. It's funny how that all works out. Right? Yeah. Funny how Auburn lets. Yeah. Kent State get a transfer yeah. quarterback, but oh, yeah, they don't funny, let huh? another in conference team get a, uh, a transfer quarterback. So so now the problem with Kent State is that they would have, be in the player's best interest. That is true. That is true. Problem with Kent State Patty C is they they have the worst defense in the max statistically last year. They only had twenty four sacks as an entire defense. Uh which actually when when you compare that to a couple other teams, it's actually better. Uh, <laughs> safety is a strong suit on defense led by uh, Keith Sherald plays both corner and safety. Got to love the versatility. Also uh, Jamal Parker is another good safety on that defense. Run defense was absolutely fucking horrible as you're going to see Auburn's probably going to run right down their fucking throat when they play. Patty C Vegas this teams out of conference schedule. Vegas is at four for the over and under. This team's out of conference schedule might be the hardest in the whole country. <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> Week one, they are in the desert to take on Arizona State. 
on a Thursday night. That who, the, who is this uh, <laughs> athletic director? Yeah, because even Kennesaw State, you know, Kennesaw State, Kennesaw State's a uh, FCS playoff team. All right. Could Kent State lose every game? <laughs> actually, lose, I had them winning a little toward the end of the season. They're, they're going to lose at Arizona State week they one. Are. I actually think they're going to get upset by Kennesaw State in week two. <laughs> I think Kennesaw State's a better team. That would not be surprising. Uh, how long has Kennesaw been a playoff level FCS team? I think maybe one, two years. Give me Kent. All right. There you go. I, I have Kent say is 0 and 2. Okay. At Auburn. Here we go. Auburn, 0 3. Auburn really challenging yeah. themselves here. 0 and 3 home to Bowling Green. That's a win for Kent State. I think we, we did say that. Yeah. yeah. So I got them at one and three. They get a bye, and then they're at Wisconsin. Gosh. At Arizona State, at Auburn, and at Wisconsin in the first five <laughs> weeks of the season. Good lord. Uh, they're gonna lose that. They're one and four. Yeah. At Akron. I got Akron winning this. I forget what I projected here. I think. I think I got. Akron winning this. So you got him at one and five. I got him at two and four. Then yeah. they go to Ohio. No, no, no. So yeah, so one and five. Yeah, at Ohio. It's another L. Yeah, home to Miami. Loss. Bye week. Then at Toledo. Loss. Right. Home to Buffalo. Loss. They, home to Ball State. That's a win. That's a win. And then they go to Eastern Michigan and take an L. This team's gonna win. I think I have them winning two or three games. I think I had him at three. Well, the over-unders at four, so we're both on the under. NC Nick is on the under as well. Sorry, Kent State. You win you won two games last year and then you put Arizona State, Auburn, and Wisconsin on your out of conference <laughs> schedule. Athletic director giving zero shit <laughs> about your football future. <laughs> right. Um next up, Patty C is probably collecting a decent paycheck. I wonder if Kent State's uh athletic budget is in the red. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Next up, Miami, Ohio. Chuck Martin somehow saved his, his job. He's in his sixth season, but he, he, he was on the hot seat last year, but he went six and six. So Is I guess he the, the longest tenured coach in the match? No, Frank Solich. Frank Solich. Uh, Chuck Martin, the former Notre Dame offensive coordinator, back for year six in, in Oxford. But bad news is star quarterback Gus Raglan is gone. Brings in a Michigan transfer, Alex Mal- Malzone. Yeah. All, or I um, mean, you know, he's going to be battling right. out. He was one of the uh, guys that Harbaugh brought in right off the bat. Yeah, that's, this guy's supposed to be a pretty a- athletic dude, big kind of stocky. Well, I'm assuming he's going to start, but he's battling out with sophomore Jackson Williamson. Yeah, uh, they bring back their top two rushers, led by Jalen Bester, three out of the five offensive linemen back on offense. Uh, defensively, they lose their best two defensive players. D lines in good shape. Linebackers took a hit. Secondary has a uh, is probably the strength of the defense with the former four-star Virginia commit Mike Brown. Um, Patty C. Vegas oh, defensive line. Uh, Mike Brown, yeah. defensive back. Defensive back. Uh, Vegas has it at six again. Let's break down. That sounds about right, but let's see the schedule. Let's break down the old. Jeez, another fucking team with an out-of-conference death wish. <laughs> Right. Calm down. Week one at Iowa. Any chance of the upset? No. They lose at Iowa. Week two, Tennessee Tech. They're going to get this win. Yeah. One and one. Uh, then they're at Cincinnati. That's one a loss. Two. 
Then they follow that with back-to-back away games at Ohio State. That's an L. They're one and three, and then they're home to Buffalo. They're one. And, they're one and four. I might have had them beating Buffalo. I'm not sure. I think I had Miami winning this game. We need an intern that writes all this shit down. I know it. Um, then they're home. They, they get a bye week. They're at Western Michigan. I think they lose that one. I do too. Jesus, they start off one and five. I got them two and four. Well, get this one and five, and then they're home to Northern Illinois. That's a loss. One and six. But Miami is a decent team, but Northern Illinois is a much better team. At Kent State. They get a win there. Yeah. Two and six. By week, then at Ohio. That's a loss. Mm-hmm. Two and seven. Home to Bowling Green. That's a win. Three and seven. Home oh. to Akron. Four and seven. At Ball State, five and seven. If they can just pull off one upset, they'll be bowling. Hold on. Let me see what I got. One, two. Uh, three, four, five, six. I got them at six wins. Well, the over under is at six. So what, what are you doing? I guess I got to go under. Yeah. And, uh, Nick, by the way, NC Nick's on the over Nick. NC Nick is really, uh, it started out. He was agreeing with us. Now he's, he's gone rogue. Well, um, there's just some like really guaranteed losses on that. You got to figure at Iowa, at Cincinnati, at Ohio state puts him at three losses, a hundred percent right off the bat. Then, you know, at Western Michigan is going to be tough. The Northern Illinois game, even though it's in Oxford, they're still probably going to lose. Like, yeah. it puts them at five losses. At Ohio, that's probably a loss. That's six losses. Yeah. Then they got Buffalo. Who knows? They could lose to one. And of they these. lost their best player, uh, best player offensively and defensively last year. Yeah. It's going to be a tough year. Um, guys. I want to tell you something about the sports gambling podcast. All right. And the college experience. They're both brought to you by ESPN plus stream live sports and ESPN plus originals at all in HD. And I guarantee you ESPN plus will be playing a lot of Maction this year. Patty C wants to watch that Bowling Green, Western Michigan game. It's probably going to be on ESPN plus watch live college football, college basketball, soccer, MLB and UFC. It's easy to watch on your phone, tablet, TV, whatever the hell you got going, right? Patty C, uh, you know, I watched uh, college bowling on the ESPN plus the other day. That's is that a true story? No. Okay. <laughs> but, I was about to say, does that exist? <laughs> I will become a fan immediately. <laughs> uh, look, it's only four 99 a month. You can cancel at any time. Head over sports and click the ESPN plus banner. La la. Give it up for ESPN plus boom covering college football. Patty C next on the Alphabetical maxion trajectory breakdown data (laughs) words. The Northern Illinois Huskies, one of my favorite mid majors in all of college football, Patty C. Mm -hmm. I would love to go to a home game. And EU, as you would say, I would love to go to a home game in DeKalb. Mm -hmm. I heard it's a great home environment. Uh, Northern Illinois, Rod Carey, head coach, longtime head coach, or decently long-term. Doran and Rod Carey. Northern Illinois is taking advantage of a state that can't get its shit together on the power five level. Now, granted, uh, Northwestern has done what they can, but since their academic requirements are as tough as they are, they, their ceiling is like a slight poor man's Stanford, you know? Yeah. And Illinois shitting the bed. Northern Illinois sitting there close enough to Chicago and Chicago land, generally speaking, yeah. getting it done, getting it done. Are they the best team in Illinois over the past Two decades. 
Probably, and I think I think uh, if memory serves me correct, they might have played Northwestern and pulled some upsets. I I know they've upset a lot of big time. Uh, I mean, they've won at Nebraska, they've won at Maryland, they've won uh, at uh, Iowa. Yeah. Um, Is this the best program in the they, MAC? They beat BYU. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Over the past twenty years, for sure. Yeah, they got a little Utah State in them. Yeah, and I like the way they play. They're aggressive like that, and uh, yeah. Um, let me ask you this, Patty C, though. They lost Rod Carey. Rod Carey is now the head coach at Temple, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. So they went out and 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 sta- they they kept it they kept it in the family, Patty C. Yeah. They hired Thomas Hammock, former, former Northern Illinois a running back. Also, was a running backs coach for the Baltimore Ravens and a few other colleges. He was at Minnesota for a while there. Hammock went out and he did something. Uh, he kind of went off the, the reservation. How so traditionally Northern Illinois is a run heavy team. Yeah. Plays great defense quarterback. They don't throw the ball much. Yeah. Uh, he went out and hired South Dakota state's offensive coordinator, Eric Edson, or some shit like that. Edson Yeah. And, uh, South Dakota state, very good FCS team. Yeah. Uh, very aggressive offensively. This is the Jackrabbits, correct? Yes, the Jackrabbits, yeah. yes. Yeah, I'm, they can move the ball. I'm eager to see how this will work. And then, okay, he's got, he brings back his quarterback, Marcus Childress, who's, who's, who's played very well for them. Uh, but he also brings in a Cal grad transfer, Ross Bowers, who was pretty good at Cal. Yeah. I would assume if they're going to go to more passing, Bowers would be their guy. But they returned four out of five offensive linemen. The top two receivers are gone, but once again, they didn't pass much. So how big of a loss is that? Uh, Sutton Smith leaves on the defensive side of the ball, which is massive, massive, but they've traditionally been a good defensive team the past 20 years. Sutton Smith's impact for Northern Illinois defense. What is there someone you could compare that to like on a Derek Thomas on the chiefs back in the day? Yeah. Or or a little Mac after he left the Raiders. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Just uh, wreaking havoc on the defense. Yeah, he was a beast. Uh, Sutton Smith, by the way, a Pittsburgh Steeler. Very nice. Um, Pat TC. Um, let's talk. Again, with the tough scheduling here. Kudos. Northern Illinois, if you run this, run the table on here, you may have two conference champions under your belt. Well, they start off against Illinois State, who's a Power solid, five conference champion. solid FCS team, by the way. Yeah. Dangerous, dangerous uh, first game. Uh, I got them winning that, but it is a dangerous game because that's a good FCS school. Redbirds. I know you're partial to uh, any Cardinal on the side of a helmet. So got to love that. It's a good look. Um, Illinois state versus Northern Illinois. Little uh, Illinois state. You said they're decent FCS. They're good FCS. Yeah. Okay. Give me Northern Illinois. I got Northern Illinois too, but that, yeah. that, that could be a good game. Um, sure. Follow that up at Utah, Patty C. That's an L. Look at these back-to-back away games. At Utah, at Nebraska. Tough road environment. They're going to lose both, right? Take a break for a week. They're going to lose both, and then they're going to... Let me ask you this, though. They get a bye, then it's at Vanderbilt. Yeah. They're going to... That's going to be a tougher (laughs) game. They could could win that. They could win that. Give me Derek Mason there, though. I think I'm going to go Vandy, too. Yeah. One and three to start the season. That's really tough for Northern Illinois. Uh, then they're home to Ball State. Two and three. Yeah. At Ohio. Ooh, this is a damn. That's good a game. fucking great game. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, cross division though, so maybe not the same impact, but still could have massive implications. Give me Ohio, I guess. Even though Ohio is favored for the East without really any competition, a loss here at Ohio could impact their conference record and keep them out of the conference championship game. And what would be a rematch you would think. Um, It's a dangerous game for them though. At Ohio. This is a 50, 50 game, dude. Give me Northern Illinois. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to go with Ohio to get that done. Yeah. But I don't feel good about that. So I got him at what? Two and what? Two and what's that? Two and I don't know about that either. That's tough. I, I mean, I think we already guessed that game. I have losing a two. So I got him at two and four. Yeah. Uh, then they're at, they follow that up another back to back. Damn. They play some back to back away games at Miami, Ohio. They're going to get that one done three and four Yeah. home to Akron four and four. Mm-hmm. At Central Michigan, five and four. Yeah, they get a bye. Then they're at Toledo. This is one I'm going to call the upset. Now, this is what most are predicting to be the the game that determines the Western Division here. They're going to upset Toledo. Would that be considered an upset? Just because it's, well, it's in the glass bowl. Yeah. Uh they did throttle them last year. What was it? Two years ago, they took an L, twenty-seven seventeen. Last year, thirty-eight yeah. fifteen. That they beat. Toledo. I'm guessing that was into Cobb since this one's in Toledo. Does Toledo get revenge? (sighs) You know what? Give me Toledo. I'm going Northern Illinois. I mean, it's, it's just interesting to know like what they're going to be without Sutton Smith. Yeah. But I'm a a new head coach. That's true too. I'm going to go Toledo. I changed my, I changed my, my Toledo. So I got them what? Five and five. I got them beating Eastern Michigan though, six mm-hmm. and five. And I also have them beating Western Michigan in the, in the season finale. I got them at seven and five. I think I got them better than that. I, you know what? I think I got them. Maybe not. One and oh, one and three, two. I think they're going to beat Ohio in the regular season at Ohio. Um, so that's three and three. And then at Miami, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I think they're going to win nine games. Uh, well, the over-unders at seven, so I can't, uh, since I had them going seven and five, Yeah, I'm going to lean towards the over because I think they could beat Vanderbilt. I think they could beat Ohio in that 50-50 game. I think they could beat potentially Toledo. Yeah. History suggests that this program is capable of more than seven wins. NC Nick's on the under. Surprisingly. Mm. Surprisingly. He's I was got ca- his head shocked. underground. I was kind of shocked at that. Maybe the the... Marriage and and kids and stuff is getting to his head. He's losing his touch. Um, all right, moving along because we we got to get out of here, buddy. We got we got to do this, all right? Let's do it. Next up, the Ohio Bobcats. Frank Solis, by the way, Patty C. He we have a new guy. We have a new Bernie Lomax. <laughs> Who's that? Frank Solis is seventy five years old. I did not realize he was that old. Seventy five years old. Jeez. Look, you might take our Bill Snyder, but you never take. Our Bernie Lomax, and, and and so our Bernie Lomax goes from Manhattan, Kansas, down to Athens, Ohio, <laughs> and Frank Solich is going to wear that title, right? <laughs> and he brings back pro- perhaps the best player in the whole back, Patty C. Nathan Rourke, a quarterback. Mm. Uh, Rourke threw for over two thousand yards and rushed for over a thousand yards. That's pretty good. Uh, they replaced the, the, their top two running backs are gone, so they're really inexperienced in the backfield, but. It's a plug and play situation. Highest uh, rated uh, Mac quarterback. 
yeah. Nathan Rourke. They returned Cameron Odom at their wide receiver spot. Quite a bit higher. You got Nathan Rourke at 90.6. Their, their whole receiving core is loaded too. Eli Peters, 80.8 next. John Wasink, 79, et cetera, et cetera. So he's uh, clearly the best quarterback prospect yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, two, they, they, they lose three offensive linemen, but uh, check this out. The defense really improved as the season went on last year. First six games, they, they, they struggled. And then the last six games, they drastically were better. Drastically. Yeah. Secondary is the strength of their defense. Uh, look, soldier is going to, can they ever win the Mac? Because this is his best shot. This has got to be the year. Got to be the year. He's 75 years old. Take the guy out. <laughs> Come on now. Now Vegas, Vegas has the Bobcats at over and under seven and a half Patty C. Let's go through it. Let's see it. Week one, the Rhode Island Rams in Athens, Ohio. Give me old Frankie boy. I got Solich winning that one. Week two at Pitt. Ooh, buddy. Talk about a, a, a game that Ohio will likely be up for. Yeah. It's close enough in proximity that there are serious bragging rights at stake. They could, Pitt could lose this game. Pitt could lose this game. Heinz Field is not a. That pro stadium, it's like, it just leaves the door open for other fans to come in. I'm still going to take Pitt to win this game. They're a better team. Pitt's going to win 27 24. Not last by much. Field goal. Yeah. Uh, what, I'm curious to know what you think about this next game. Okay. At Marshall. Give me Ohio. Even though Marshall had a good year last year. I think I'm on Marshall. Mm, you've been on Marshall. You are Marshall. We are Marshall Petty. I guess we are. Uh, I got them at one and two, but then they host the Louis, your Louisiana raging cages, Petty C. And I got them beating Louisiana. There we go. Two uh, and two. Yeah. I'm with you. They get a buy. Then they're at Buffalo. <laughs> I forget what I p- p- picked here. I think I had them. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. I think you had them beating Buffalo. I think I, I think, did. I think I, I did. think I had Buffalo taking an, or uh, getting the W here. So I got them at three. So we got them at the same record then three and two, three and two. Sure. Uh, home to Northern Illinois. I told you I like Ohio to get that done. I told you I had Northern Illinois yeah. on that one. So I got them at four and two. You got them at three and three. Yeah. Uh, home to Kent state four and three for me. They should win their next yeah. one. <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six games. They should finish out the season. Yeah, at Ball State win. So I got them at five and three. Bye week home to Miami, six and three. Home to Western Michigan. I think they get that done. That's a good game, though. Yeah. Uh, seven and three. At Bowling Green, eight and three. At Akron, nine and three. I am on the over, Patty. I got them on eight and four. Now, what's the over under on that? Seven and a half. Seven and a half. Yeah, give me the over, baby. NC Nick is on the over as well. He they likes... went eight and four last year, and yeah. they're returning the best quarterback in the conference. Yeah. 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 Getting it done. All right. Only two teams left, Patty C. The, right. Your favorite, the Toledo Rockets. Oh yeah, I love the Rockets. Colby, not such a huge fan of the name. You know, I hated the Rockets when I was a kid. I remember when we played on. We were we were on the Hoosiers as eight year olds together. Yeah, right. That was yeah. my first basketball team. That's where I met this scumbag. We'd go over to his house after games. I'm beating his ass in Tecmo Super Bowl. We're playing uh, play action, talking sports baseball. I forget what the fuck that was. Sega sports. Yeah. <laughs> it was good. You know, good times. But I remember the, one of the better teams in the league at that point was the Rockets and they had a bunch of asshole kids. Yeah. Older kids that were Typical. way taller, you know, yeah. Assholes hated the name Rockets for a long time, but, and Houston beating my Knicks, beating my Spurs in the fucking nineties. It really s- s- sticks in my craw to this day, but 
sticks in your craw. The Toledo Rockets kind of changed everything for me because they have a fucking awesome helmet. I don't know what Patty's he's talking, but Hey, look, Jason Candle, one of the, 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 there's talk that this guy's going to be a power five head coach as well. He's done a great job, done a great job taking over for Matt Campbell. Yeah. Uh, they bring back Mitchell, uh, got, got, they got an Aggie. I don't fucking know. He's good though. <laughs> Guad, how do you, how do you pronounce that? G U A D A G N I. Guadagni. Guadagni. Yeah, Guadagni. He's good, though. I, I've been impressed with them. Uh, he was injured a lot last year. Uh, they also have Eli Peters plugged in for him a little bit last year. They, they always have good quarterback play. They always have good quarterback play. Taking it back to the days of Bruce Gradkowski, Patty C. Oh, yeah. Um, now, I'll tell you this. Yeah, this team, this has kind of been one of the upper echelon Mac programs the past 20 years. Absolutely. Can we agree on that? Absolutely. It's a passing offense though. And their schedule, whoa, it's kind of, kind of big time schedule, but uh, look, they return a lot of the offense. Sure. They lose, they lose a couple of receivers, but they were just overall, they return a good amount. Mm-hmm. Got Bryce Mitchell at wide receiver, 15.9 yards per catch. Petty C. Yeah. This team could have a good big year. Yeah. I mean, if they just get a little help on the defensive side of the ball, Dude, I gotta say, their schedule really lines up well. Uh, yeah, you know, if they can just get that, look, they were thirty-first in sack rate on passing downs, thirtieth on blitz downs, and ninth in defensive line rate. Yeah. Uh, they lose three defensive linemen. That's not good, right? Yeah. They gotta they gotta find a way to fucking step it up on defense. Essentially, like I I think that they do return a lot on the rest of the defensive side of the ball, but Vegas says the Rockets mm-hmm. over and unders at eight. Patty C big expectations. Um, look, I got to say of any team based on the schedule that I've looked at so far coming from the Mac, this is by far the team that has the most potential to break the new year. Six. Uh, yes. Party. Yes. Yes. Uh, let's go through it. Week one at Kentucky, and I think this is a dangerous, very dangerous, dangerous game because Kentucky lost a lot of players. It's week one. If Toledo can play just a little bit of defense, I think that Toledo offense is going to be able to move the ball on the Kentucky. It's not defense. exactly a long trip yeah. down to Lexington. It's the next state over. Um, I mean, we got to favor Kentucky in that, but yeah. I think it's going to be a close game. Yeah. 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 It, not, it would not surprise me in the least. Yeah. If yeah. Toledo pulled the upset. They get a bye week, then they're playing Murray State, the Racers. A little early to pull the bye week. I feel like that's not voluntary scheduling. That's yeah. getting dealt the hand by the NCAA and the powers that be. Um, but yeah, getting the bye week going into Murray State, you got to figure Toledo gets that done. Agreed. Now let me ask you this. This is an interesting game here. At Colorado State. Yeah. Coming to Fort Collins. What do you think? I think Toledo's a better team. Uh, I think Toledo's going to get it done, but it's going to be a close game. I could, I could easily see it. I'm going to go Colorado state. Okay. So you got them at one and two. I got them at two and one. Yeah. This is the interesting game. Yeah. The BYU Cougars come, come to the glass bowl in Toledo. Yeah. BYU coming off of uh, games against USC and Washington. Give me the rockets, baby. I think, I think Toledo's going to pull the upset. Yeah. Going to be a good game. I think, um, 
I got them at three and one Petty C. Yeah. I'm sitting at two and two here. Okay. And then they're home to Western Michigan for, for Toledo's homecoming. And that should be a win, but that's a good game. Yeah. That's a really good game. I'm going to say four and one at Bowling Green, five and one at ball state, six and one home to Eastern Michigan. Didn't I call for an upset there? When you said upset, I'm you had Eastern Michigan winning that. I thought I might've had that. Okay. Well, then that would put us even at least because I have yeah. them winning that. That puts us at what? Six and two? Six and two. They get a bye week. They're home to Kent State, seven and two. They're home to Northern Illinois. I have them beating Northern Illinois, eight and two. At Buffalo's a loss because it's that late in the season and you can't pass in Buffalo on November 20th. I think I had them beating Buffalo. I think I had them losing to Northern Illinois, though. Okay. And then they're at. So I got them losing three games. And then at Central Michigan with the. Well, it should be a decent game with the win. The over-under's at eight. That means I'm on the over. I got him at nine as well. I think there's a big year. Just if they could just pull one of those Toledo. upsets early, we'll, we'll find out right away. Okay, last team, Petty C. Yeah. Last fucking team of the MAC. Uh, the Western Michigan Broncos. Look, been a good program over, over you know, the long haul here. They had recent glory days, but gone is their... Captain, their admiral. Well, they got Tim, Tim Lester. They, they they kept it in house, and Tim Lester they went seven and six last year. Petty C, not go. a bad year. John Wasink, quarterback, pretty quality. They got uh, Levante Bellamy. They got Jaden Reed at wide receiver. Levante Bellamy, by the way, is a running back, and they bring back and they have two of the better Mac offensive linemen. A lot of uh, reason to think things in Kalamazoo could be good this year. Petty C, yes. The defense has plenty of upside. Secondary is a disaster, but you know, it's the Mac. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And get away with it. Uh, Look, Vegas, Vegas really just says, look, they think seven and a half is the win total there. Seven and a half for the good old Broncos. Let's break through that schedule. Week one against Monmouth, the Hawks. Coming into Kalamazoo. That's a decent uh, FCS. Mammoth's not bad, yeah. Yeah. Usually top 10 FCS. Yeah, right. Mammoth is not a bad team at all. Yeah. They're still going to beat Monmouth. I think they're going to beat Monmouth as well. one nothing, one and 0 not one nothing, <laughs> one and 0 for Western Michigan. Week two, Patty C. Kind of love to see this, this game uh, at Michigan State. Yeah. Even though it's at Michigan State, kudos for Michigan State for... Yeah. I guess they're all going to schedule their... Uh, I got Michigan five. state winning this one, but I still think it, it's always a fun game. Cause I think every once in a while it's, it's, it, it could be close. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Michigan state's the kind of team that plays down to Western Michigan. All right. Then week three, they host the Georgia state Panthers. I got them beating the Panthers. Me too. And then week four, they're at the carrier dome. They played Syracuse tough last year, but it was in Kalamazoo. They're going to get their shit pushed in, in, in the dome. They did keep up with them pretty yeah. well. Didn't they? Yeah. yeah. Uh, they're going to be two and two. Then they host Central Michigan. I got them beating Central Michigan. I think uh what are, I think I had Western Michigan winning that just because it's in Kalamazoo. So I got them at three. I got them at three and two. Then they're at Toledo. They lose that three and three. Home to Miami, that's a win, four and three. At Eastern Michigan, that's a loss, four and four. Home to Bowling Green, five and four. They get a bye week, then they're home to Ball State, six and four. Mm-hmm. At Ohio. Six and five. And then they get a bye week and they're at Northern Illinois, six and six. This well, team will make a bowl. What was the over under for this team? Seven and a half. Give me the under. NC Nick is on the under two. I'm hard on the under on these guys. 
Cause I don't even know about that central Michigan game. I think you have to favor Western Michigan after last year, but yeah. assuming McElroy turns it around a little bit, this, that could be a game. That's just not a, a guarantee on their schedule, which, you know, I've, I've got them winning six. They might not even make a bowl next year. They're going to make a bowl. They're going to be in the fucking chimney. They got to go to Toledo. They got to go to Eastern Michigan. They got to go to Ohio. Those are three games. They should be uh, dogs in. Then they got to go to Michigan state and Syracuse. That's almost like five guaranteed losses. They might be able to upset Toledo. They might be able to upset Eastern Michigan. They might be able to upset Ohio or Northern Illinois. They're good enough that they could win one of those games. It's seven is over under seven and a half. Seven and a half. Yeah. Give me the under hard. Yeah. I'm on the under two. Um, there we go. Maction done. Patty C. All right. Bada bing, bada boom. Once again, we will not give our conference championships until the final podcast before the season starts. Um, we're going to go through and, and make our projections there. This is the college experience guys. If you can rate and review, we would really appreciate it. Go to iTunes, type in sports gambling podcast network. Give us a nice review. We are the college experience. You can find uh, the sports gambling podcast network on Twitter at the SGP network. You can find Patty C on Twitter at Patty C eight, three, one. You can find me on Twitter at the Colby D got a bunch of stand up shows. If you're in the Los Angeles or Southern California area, or if you're in the Bay area, I'm coming up to Santa Cruz also hitting uh, Eureka and a uh, little Humboldt action. So stay tuned. Check it out. Check out the sports gambling podcast on Instagram. We do a lot of great videos over there at sports gambling podcast. And uh, yeah, this is the college experience. Patty C you want to say anything else? Look, bear with us. We're slogging through the dog days of summer right now. But I got to say, every time we do an episode like this, it does make this just that much more exciting. You know, when the season comes around, cause you're aware of these players that could come up and bite you. So these games that otherwise you would look at and, you know, see as something insignificant, all of a sudden you're aware, like, holy shit. And yeah. then boom, you're watching third quarter. This Toledo team's hanging around. This yeah. Ohio team's hanging around. Boom. And then obviously as we work to the big boys, you know, that's when the real fun starts. So there we go. Uh, Hey, it's coming, man. The storm is coming. This is the college experience. You better start thinking about yours. And we out.